felt like this this particular lesson outline today was a little odd don't normally do it on a Sunday morning this type uh, primarily this morning I'm gonna be speaking to church folk God's people Temple Baptist Church members uh, if you're a first time attender we are unbelievably glad that you're here we want to do everything we can to minister to you if you're lost and you need to be saved, we can help you out with that problem, too. Amen. This is not necessarily a salvation message. Uh, it's just an encouragement to God's people. Uh, and I wasn't sure exactly how this was going to fit, but I, I feel like that God's saying right now is the time. And uh, so I may probably, we may not get past the first point. We'll just may focus on that, just see how things go, Brother Barnes, and, and, uh, and we'll uh, take up our... Our, uh, uh, we'll worship and offering after, after before we leave and, uh, and just make sure we do what we need to do. But Mark chapter number 9 in verse number 36. Mark chapter number 9 in verse number 36. If you'll stand to your feet with me uh, in reverence to the reading of God's holy, inspired, infallible, precious, holy word. Mark chapter 9, in verse number 36, when you get there and find your place, say amen. amen. And he, being the Lord Jesus Christ, and he took a child. What did he take? Child. child. And he set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said unto them, Whosoever shall receive one of such children in my name receiveth me. And whosoever shall receive me receiveth not me, or excuse me, whosoever shall receive me receiveth not me, but him that sent me. Verse 42. Verse 42. You there? And whosoever shall offend one. One verse says, who shall receive one? And the other says, who shall offend, offend one? Of these little ones, little ones these little ones. You know, I can put up with a lot of stuff happening to the big ones. But when it's the little ones. He said if one offend them. If one makes them stumble. If one trips them up. He said it is better. I mean this is the best case scenario he says. It would be better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck. And he were cast into the sea. Now, I don't know if you're aware of the fact you can't swim with a rock tied around your neck. And this was not a pebble. This was a millstone. A millstone was the one they used where they would grind the, the grain and grind the corn. And it was very, you could, one man couldn't even pick it up. God said a man would be better off to take one of them, tie it around his neck, and throw it in the ocean and mess with one of these little ones. That's what Jesus said. It's not me, I'm just... 
I'm just reading what Jesus said. Verse 13 of chapter 10. Flip over real quickly. Verse 13 of chapter 10. You there? And they be in the parents and the family of the little ones. Say that with me. Of the Now this was just after, this was right after, one chapter before, Jesus takes a little one and sets in the midst of him and says, you need to take and receive this one and be a blessing to this one. Because when you're a blessing to this one, you're a blessing to me. I care about the little one. And matter of fact, now he's talking to his disciples and the whole crowd. He says, matter of fact, uh, if you mess with one of these little ones and you, you, you make one of these little ones trip up and, 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 and make them stumble, uh, you'd, you'd be better off in the ocean with a rock around your neck. Right after that. Are you all with me? Amen. Chapter 10 comes right after he gave them that instruction. Chapter 10, verse 13, and they brought young children to him. In Luke chapter 18, it says even infants in their arms. The Bible says that he should touch them. Now watch this. It wasn't the Pharisees. It wasn't the whoremongers. It wasn't the Sadducees. It wasn't the crowd they're always having problems with. And his disciples, what'd they do? That don't make sense. Didn't he just get through just a few verses later? Didn't he? Watch what happens. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased. He was not a happy camper. And said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. Verily, careful when he goes to using that word. Verily, I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a he shall not enter therein. I love this verse. Read it with me all. Verse 16. And he took them up in his arms. And he, read that with me again. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and How do you think Jesus feels about the little ones? Dear Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify your name. I don't know exactly how this is going to come out, but Lord, have your way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. First impressions. First impressions. I, my ninth year in high school, my freshman year in high school, uh, my mom made me take marching band. Wasn't thrilled about it. The girls were walking around the football field, and I had to be in one place with a goofy-looking outfit on, say, man. That was just in my opinion. If you're in marching band, it's cool on you. But uh, I hated it. I hated it with a passion. But anyhow, uh, they say you can learn something from anything or anybody anywhere. Amen? Uh, 
must be some band folk in here. You mad already? Amen. I, it's just me. It just wasn't my thing. I mean, I, it just wasn't my thing. But anyhow, we had a competition one time. Band competition. Bands come from all over the place, and and uh, he made us practice over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. One simple thing that didn't have anything to do with the whole program itself, but it was marching on. Just marching on the field. I thought to myself, man, this is crazy. Why is he spending so much time on this and not on the program itself? Uh, I mean, we had to, we had to in, in, in unison, in my, y'all know in time, I mean, we looked like one little machine coming out on that field, and he wanted it just right, just perfect, and this is what he said. When the judges are watching, when the judges are looking, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. He said the first impression is usually the final impression. You can make a little slip up here and there. You can, you can maybe uh, uh, miss a little bit during the, the, the program, during the routine itself. And that could be overlooked, but they always watch you when you first come on the field. You never get a second chance to make a... My goodness, I've thought about this and thought about this. We are having areas of need in our church. Uh, some folks some folks come, and, and this is their, their mindset, this is their attitude. Well, this is what I do, and if you don't have nothing in that area, then I'm not going to do anything. That's not the way it's supposed to be. That's not the way Jesus operated. Jesus met the... Come on, y'all, don't, don't slide on me now. This ain't no time to back up. Jesus met the... He found wherever the need was. That's why he said, I am that I am. I am whatever the need might be. And we can't get the attitude that, it, well, if somebody's already doing this, well, that's what I want to do, so I'm just not going to do anything. That's not the way a Christian operates. A Christian operates Christ-like. He says, preacher, not what do I want to do, but preacher, where am I needed? Well, we've got areas we're praying for. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. I, I sure don't want to put no guilt trip on nobody because guilt trips don't work. A mind changed against his will is of the same opinion Still, so that don't work. And Jesus said, don't do that. So I'm not going to do that. We started Wednesday night on what we're going to do. He said, pray ye there the Lord of the harvest that he will send laborers into his harvest. So that's what we're doing. We're praying for three areas in specific. We're praying for the nursery, which is the most critical. We're praying for the care team, uh, the care ministry, which is second there. And then we're praying for the choir. We are praying that God will send 100 people to sign up for the choir. We're praying that God would send 97 people to sign up for the nursery. You say, why? It takes 77 people to operate in a month. If everybody is to serve one time, that is if nobody doesn't show up. In other words, if everybody's there when they're supposed to be there, and that does never happen, say amen. But it takes 77 people to make that happen. 77, so we're going to pray for 97, we're going to pray for extra, we're going to pray for those that they can be subs so everybody don't have to work. So that's what we're praying for. We're praying for, how many do we have in care? 55, is that what we're praying for? We're praying for 55 people to say, I care about those that are coming. And so we're doing that. How many in the nursery? Say it with me. We're praying for? 97. We're praying for how many in the choir? 100. 
A hundred in the choir. We're praying for how many in the care ministry? Fifty-five. So I was praying between Wednesday and now, saying, Lord, what do I need to do? How can I be an encouragement and a blessing? And God said, well, just explain what it is. Just explain what it is. I think a lot of us have a misconception about what the nursery is. We have a misconception about what the choir is. We have a misconception about what the care ministry is. And I want to I do what I can to share and help just a little bit here this morning. Uh, but I want to talk about first impressions you never get a second chance to make a a first impression a uh, 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 friday uh, friday night i was at home and, and and i was watching a a a documentary on prisons and 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 the prison population and the young men that are in prison i mean young men from various ages in prison for the rest of their life some in there for life some in there they will never get out till they have gray hair on the top of their head young men that have potential young men that god cares about young men and young ladies that jesus died on the cross for yet they are in a place where they have no potential no possible way of getting out no way to make a life for themselves why because there was a bad impression in the very beginning well, I tell you what, I disagree with that because I, I know, I know, I know, I, I, I know those, there was some in there, there's a lot of them that come up in church. There was a lot of them that came through church and now they're in prison. But let me ask you a question. Did they come through church or did they come through an assembly line? Did they come to a place where they were not touched? Did they come to a place that put them in an area? Some people have the idea that the nursery is to get the kids out of the, out of the way. Well, junior church is just to keep them out of the... Oh, no. You sadly missed it. You sadly missed it. They're not to get out of the way. The nursery is to touch. I wonder how many of them fellas on death row was in a place where somebody loved and cared about them. Held them in their arms and saying to them, Jesus loves you, this I know, for the Bible tells you so. And not put them in an assembly line, not put them in a place here and there and there and there just to get them out of the way, just to put them somewhere where nobody, but touched their lives. Brother Dale, and I still remember my Sunday school teachers. They wasn't very good. Matter of fact, they was kind of bad. Brother Ronnie, they look at me and said, Malcolm, how do you say this word? I said, that's Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> how about this one? That's Belshazzar. Uh, we'd read a little while, and uh, what's this word, Malcolm? That's Mephibosheth. <laughs> I was tying some of their ties when I was in the fourth grade. Say amen right there. <laughs> they wasn't very good at what they were doing. But you know what they did do? They touched my life. Brother Gerald, I've seen him. Seen him down there when we was down there. And, and man, I love him with all my heart today. I don't remember the lessons. I probably could have taught better ones. But I remember all those times he took us fishing. I remember all those times he sat there and he brought, did the best he could to bring a little bitty knife about that big that, that, that probably was a lot to him. And because and, he wasn't that well off know how, and he brought a little knife and gave it to us for Christmas. I thought that was the greatest thing in the world. 
Yeah, when he didn't, he didn't have, he didn't have a whole lot of education. He didn't know a whole lot of the Bible, but he touched my life. Those little people in the nursery. God sure cares about them. The Bible said that Jesus is teaching. Uh, Jesus is ministering, and and here we have a group of parents that come up. Here we have a group of parents that care about their children. If you want to make a parent mad, mess with the little one. My wife, we was, I told this story, but it fits real good right here. We was at the ball field, and my little girl run up and had tears in her eyes and said uh, some bigger lady picked on her. My wife metamorphosed into something I have never seen before. I mean, horns started growing out of her head and fire flew from her fingertips as she sharpened up her bow. Amen. I'm talking about jumped up in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. Miss Katie, you were there, wasn't you? You were in, in, in Buchanan, wasn't you? You, you seen it, see? I'm not, am I telling a lie? I'm telling the truth, ain't I? Make up your mind. I'm telling the truth, ain't I? I am I telling a lie? You, well, I, you don't even, they don't know what I'm telling Ah, I see what you got to put up with now, amen. A double-minded man's unstable in all his ways, amen. Man, she come up out of that thing, and I thought, okay, if I sit here, I'll stay out this mess. If I sit here, my wife's going to prison. If I don't go over there and, and Lord Jesus, somebody mess with her How many of y'all feel the same way? I, you, boy, I've been on outings with the kids. I've been on outings with the kids, and 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 and, and uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember when we went white water rafting. They made me go. I didn't want to go. Chelsea, you rode, you rode beside me on the bus, and I, I was frightened the whole time. Say, so, hey, man, I'd let you know because I want to be tough and everything, but. But we got there, and, and some of them boys that was guiding, you know, they thought they were some little pretty boys. And they was looking at our girls, and I was about ready to whoop two or three of them, say amen right there. If you're looking at our girls, I'll deal with the boy. I, I tell you, don't mess with the. Say, preacher, who do we want to make an impression on? Well, number one, we need to make a good impression on the little ones. On the little ones. Watch this here. The Bible says these parents, they care about their kids. They care about the little people. And, and I said in Luke, what did I say, Luke 18? What, Luke, did I, did, I, did I put it on there? What does it say on that outline? Luke 18 says they brought infants, and they had them in their arms. And here they come. They're coming. Let's, let's apply it this way. They're coming to church so that Jesus can. Are you all with me? Stay with me. When people come, when people come to temple, when people come anywhere, it don't matter where they are, the very, very number one priority, the very first question we are always asked, what do you have for the? What programs do you have for the? Am I right? Come on, y'all. So these parents are concerned. These parents are, are, listen, they want Jesus to touch their little ones. They care about their little ones. They care about them little people. And they're bringing them to touch him. And the Bible said, and the disciples rebuked them. You know what they said? Get them out of the way. 
He doesn't want to be bothered right now. Move them apart. But when Jesus saw it, it, whoo. I don't want it to be said Jesus was much displeased with me. He said, what are y'all doing? What are you doing? Suffer the little children to come unto me. For such is the kingdom of God. Listen, when you make an impression, when you take care of the little ones, when you are a blessing to the little ones, you know who you make an impression on? A, write this down, on their loving parents. What do you think? I know this ain't a typical Sunday morning. Bear with me. I'm doing what God told me to do. We need to hear this. When the parents that were holding them babies, holding them toddlers, when they heard Jesus, so y'all cut that out. Let them come over here. What kind of impression do you think it made on them? You want people to like you? Be good to the little ones. I've taken classes. I've taken seminars. I've gone to conferences uh, on soul winning, being friends, developing friendships, getting people to like you. I mean the whole, I, you name it. One of the main things they tell you, if you go into, this is like cold turkey, you go into a brand new house. Jay, go into that. You don't know him from Adam. Uh, you don't know anything. Knock on the door. You come in. Say, you look for pictures of grandchildren. You look for something that you can uh, brag about or you can compliment their children or their grandchildren. You know what all these experts know? People care about their little ones. And if you want to get in good with a grandma or a grandpa, brag on their little Johnny. Who is that? That's my boy right there. I tell you what, ain't he something he sure is? Hold a wallet out in 50... Pictures fall out. Not one picture of the child. Say amen. 20 pictures of the grandkid. They get everything. I'm still bothered about that. Amen. I would ask my dad for something, and he would say, get a job. My girls can ask for anything. Anything. Are y'all with me? Let me ask you, church, what kind of impression are we making on the little ones? Are we putting them in an assembly line somewhere? And by the way, first-time attenders, that ain't happening here. We care. You need to know something. All our nursery workers, past and present and future, this is not an assembly line. This is a ministry. Where in the church, where in the church do they hear Jesus loves me, this I know, for the first time? What are you saying, preacher? When you touch a child early, you affect the second one. You're not only making an impression on their loving parents, you're making an impression on their life's path. I wonder how many of them fellas wouldn't be in prison right now. Maybe they'd be, uh, listen, being a good citizen, 
working a good job, taking care of a family, if somebody would have touched him early. See, we, we get frustrated in the nursery. We quit. We don't want to go in there. We don't want to, we don't want to serve. Because all we see it is, is an obstacle that's keeping me out of the service. Because our focus is on what I want or what I need. It's not on me touching the life of this little person. What if I came every Sunday and sat and waited for somebody to touch me? Y'all wouldn't keep me long. Richard, we need somebody that's going to touch us. Touch our heart. Touch our lives. Touch our... Well, isn't that what them little people need? Well, I want to serve God. I've had people come up to me, a bunch of people. I want to do something. Boy, we've got such an incredible need nurse. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't know. If our attitude is right, preacher, where am I needed? Say that with me. Where, say it with me, where am I needed? There's no greater place that you can make a difference. And I, I say this too. There's no greater place that's as easy to make a difference than right in the beginning. Amen, Brother Cone? When they get up older, it's a whole lot harder. But what if, what are them little ones? They kept coming in there, and they heard you sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And you and, I've, I, I've heard, I've heard, any of y'all had horses? Any of y'all had horses? How, how many of y'all ever heard the phrase imprinting? Or, I've heard it called Im, impressioning, or imprinting a horse. Anybody ever heard that? Anybody ever heard that? They say that when a horse, I, I had a, a, a fella that I went to church with in South Carolina, and his 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 uh, uh, his horse was gonna have a baby horse, and uh, colt. I guess that's what it's called. Brittany, what's that called? A colt, uh, huh? A colt, baby horse. Okay. Uh, and 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 he said, "I'm gonna be right there because he was keeping the time. He wasn't planning anything, so he could be right there when the baby's born." I said, "Man, they've been doing it for thousands of years. You ain't got to be. Yeah, I got to be because I want to imprint or impression the horse." He used the word impression. Some people use the word imprint. I said, "What are you talking about?" As soon as it hits the ground, he said, I want it to be there to touch it. As soon as it hits the ground, spend time with it, rub on it, touch it, be there for it. Miss Sheila, you know what I'm talking about. Why? So automatically that horse is tied to me. Automatically that horse is impressioned or imprinted with my image and will look to me and will see me and be familiar with me. Well, don't we need to touch these little ones with the gospel of Jesus Christ? Don't we need to touch them that Jesus said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Man, most of the songs that I know today, I learned when I was a little person. I can still remember songs as goofy as can be, but I was taught when I was a little person. 
before I was even in school, before I, I could even read. I done done, 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 I done done what he told me to do. Well, he told me to love the preacher, and I done that too. Woo, that's when y'all supposed to help me. Y'all don't know that, see? Y'all wasn't touched when you was little, amen. See what they could end up being, amen? Well, he told me to pray, and I done that too. Well, he told me to pray, and I done that too. See, Brother Doyle, you need to teach them this one. This is a good one. Today. Well, I felt like... You do know you're being recorded. Amen. I'm going to watch it right after the service. Well, I felt like preaching because I came out of the wilderness, came out of the wilderness, came out of the wilderness. I felt like preaching because I came out. See, you got to get that high part. I came out. You've heard it. Amen. You've heard it. I came out of the wilderness working for my Lord. If the devil doesn't like it, he can sit on a high high. You know when I learned that? When I was a, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide a bushel. Is that how it goes? See, y'all did learn something. Amen. Little ones. God cares about little ones. So, preacher, I want to make a difference in my life. One of the easiest places you could do that is with the little ones. Preacher, what are you saying? I'm praying for 97 in the nursery. I'm praying for God to touch 97. And I know, I know the way this operates. I know you've, you've gotten frustrated before. I know that, that you've served so many times and it seems like they're always calling you. But you know what? If we had all step up and be faithful, yeah. I said it took, it took 77 if everybody showed up. For everybody to serve once a month. Everybody to be there and touch the life of a child. Preacher, I'm not really involved in anything. You think I can do that? Sure. Husbands and wives can do this together. Husbands and wives can do this together. We ain't going to put no men in there that ain't got a wife with them because that's just too weird. Say amen right there. <laughs> ain't doing that. But husband and wives can be there. We need this. Bad. We need to touch the little ones. Brother Barnes, help me with our saying. Real loud like you, like you, you, know, like you really mean it. Did y'all get that? Let's all say it. It's better, it's better to, to build children than to rebuild adults. Say it again. It's better to build children than rebuild adults. You know when we need to start? When they're... Little ones. I've seen. I, I've seen. Kids with big problems. Because they waited too late. But if we can start with the. The communist leader. Said you give me a child. 
from the nursery to the tenth grade. Yeah. Yes, sir. He'll be a communist forever. Why? Because he knows if he can en engrave into that child at an early age, he's got it. You want to make a difference? On the lives of the parents that come? On the lives of the children that come? Their life's path? Listen, I don't want, I don't want them to go to jail. I sat there with tears in my eyes, thinking, what a waste. And then what made it worse is I realized the fact that they didn't have the opportunity that I had. They didn't have Brother Gerald who sat there and bought me a little knife for Christmas and touched my life and told me how much he loved me and cried over me, even though he couldn't teach worth a flip. Brother Ronnie, Brother Ronnie Ward cared about us big time. Wasn't no good teacher. Wasn't no good teacher. But he touched us. He cared about us. Listen, we've got to make a good impression. Who's going to preach when I'm dead? Who's going to fill their shoes? Who's going to sing the songs? Who's going to lead the music? It was so cool having them, them, them young men up here helping me the other day. We better do more of that. Let's make a good impression. Next Sunday, or maybe tonight, I may finish this tonight. We need to make first impressions on the little ones. And then we do that through the nursery ministry. Then we need to make a good impression on the, the lonely ones. The lonely ones. That's the choir ministry. You know, there were some folks out here encouraged by y'all singing today. Got some lonely ones. We'll talk about that tonight. In the care ministry. Listen, well, we may wait till next Sunday. I don't know. We'll just pray and see what God's going to do. But we need to make a good impression on, at number one, say it with me. The little ones. The little ones. Number two, the. And number three, the looking ones. The looking ones. That's the care ministry. That's when we, we minister to first time attenders. They're looking for something. And we'll talk about that coming up all right i need i need everybody to help me pray and that's what we're going to do during this invitation listen you have you are invited to come if you need salvation you are invited to come this is the invitation you are invited to come if you feel like this is where god wants you to serve him if you feel like this is the family god has hooked you up with to serve him to influence and and make a good impression on the folks around us and I, I'm not meaning showing off by that by no means in the word impression. I'm talking about making a difference in the lives of others. This is the invitation. If you need to be saved, we've got our people up here. Brother Mickle, if y'all come on and get ready. You say, preacher, this is where I believe God wants me to join. Will you come right on? This is the invitation.